morning. You're on the Free Lytle Morning Show. Hello. Good morning, Ray. Yes, hello. It's Dean Graven. Oh, hi, hey, Dean it's candidate Dean Graven. Look at this. Can, yeah, look at this. Right on. Calling see, in. I told you people, they call in. Dean Graven, how you doing, man? Doing good. It's uh, it's hard to get. It's really hard to get in. I've been trying since uh, Monday. Wow! It is. I'm, listen, it's it's uh, we're a very popular show. Thank God for that. Because if we weren't, trust me, I know they'd get rid of us immediately. <laughs> they're they're just waiting. Bad. They're waiting for the phone to die so that they have an excuse. So this is Ward Eight. Yeah, he's, running, he's also running for uh, Ward Eight Alderman. There's what three people running? I believe. Now he's. I should know because it's my ward. Yeah, there's three. There's three of us. Dan, you, you've been how is how when is you it? when you talked with Thailand earlier this week? He actually, I mean, it was kind of an official announcement right there. He well, endorsed hey, Chris. Uh, Tyl- Chris Thailand said he that he offered. He implied he somehow offered an endorsement, and and it wasn't. Uh, uh, and you you said you didn't want it. No, it was just. What I'm trying to do is just run on my own merit. Okay, and it's nice to have Chris. Uh, I've been in front of city council for, well, his whole 12 years, depending on home builder issues, zoning issues, many things as the chairman of the Development Policy Council. So we have a good relationship, but uh, the biggest part of it is, I think, uh, running for office, you need to to stand on your own merit. Uh, He made the statement that he's a friend of mine and that he has support for me. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of making sure that, you know, I'm a— own person well how's it how's it been campaigning throughout the ward i mean is it are you going door to door what what is your oh yeah what's been the walk well i walk during the week some i don't want to interrupt dinner time so it's been tough but the weekends is you know six five to six hours every saturday sunday it's gonna be beautiful it's been been interesting uh it's been positive i'll put it that way Dean, uh, what are some of the biggest challenges as somebody who you know understands the housing market, new homes being built, renovations and whatnot? Um, what are the biggest challenges in growing Springfield, uh, increasing that tax base? So, uh, you know, tax rates can remain low, but yet we have more people living here, more businesses here well, as well. You, you hit the nail right on the head. We have lacked for the 12 plus years I've been working uh, as a volunteer to, to make Springfield more welcoming, our process is antiquated. We finally have a new program that's just being implemented called Springfield Works. You know, if you go to our competitors, let's say, of Bloomington Normal, Champaign, Urbana, and Peoria, a, a lot of – and I'm talking more on a business development side, not just residential – Everything can be done online, plan review, updates, and we finally, in 2018, the city finally started a program and and implemented it online. I think it was June of last year, and it's creeping along. I mean, it's a it's a massive undertaking, but we're getting there, and that's what we have to do. We we're not welcoming. Uh, we put up more well you need to do this and we'll get back with you You need to do and the process is just so uninviting that many seekers just kind of rule us out and go on down the road so to get distribution centers call centers i'm so excited that siu and uis want to do things downtown that that block could be used for private and public use and of course some of it has to be a park because of the sewer system under it you can't build over it but 
we've got to be more inviting. And uh, that's what I've been working on. And that's why after 12 years, I said, hey, it's time to, to step up and take that uh, next step into uh, city council. Yeah, how is uh, what are your thoughts on on, on TIF dollar usage uh, of the city council over the last I don't know say dozen years or so? Well, there's been a, a good share of mistakes, but this last venture that you were just talking about with the hotel, <laughs> the that, one that Tom Schaefer really... <laughs> Sha- called, uh, he a, said it was a hoax. Yeah, a hoax. <laughs> well, now, I, now I've I've been watching that. I think it's been in the works for months, if not probably over a year. Yeah. I think Alderman and Proctor think... said that they'd reached out to him like like almost a year ago or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true, and. And it's not the only one that, you know, they're a lumberyard supplier. It's a 14, 15 months, and that's coming along, and that's out on the far east side in John's uh, ward. And that's – there lies the, – why should it take that long? If somebody's interested, we should sit down quickly and say, okay, what do you want? Can we work with that and, and get it implemented? Because if they've been working on it for a year, wouldn't it have been nice to get that approved? And then in place, so the tax dollars are coming. They are. It's going to take a couple of years to build, but the TIF dollars should be more at the end. And I think this is going to be a good test to see. It looks like that's the way this one's set up versus some of the others where the TIF money was released too early and the projects have failed or didn't go the direction you want. So uh, TIF districts are, or TIFs are not really a good thing for school districts and having served 10 years on a school board in, in normal, I understand that because we gave away the farm for 10 years when we had that car plant come in back in the, the 80s. So I, I've lived through it. I know how they work, and I know how they failed. So I, I think they are uh, needed, and the blighted areas, they work. What about, uh, you know, you're, coming, you, you, you're, you're running for alderman. Uh, if you win, you're coming into a city council. Who do you, uh, do you have a preference on who you'd like the mayor to be? No, I, I, I had a statement the other day. Since I've been doing, you know, the development policy and land sub for the regional planning for over a decade, you know, I've, I've worked with actually the last five mayors, Karen Acera. I've worked with uh, Edwards. I worked with Davlin quite a bit, uh, Houston. And then just recently, Mayor Langfelder asked me to sit on the zoning commission, which I've now been on for two years. So, You've got to be flexible, and you've got to work across all lines. So, uh, no, I again, I'm I'm really focused on my race. I'm working very hard to listen to Ward Eight and to the. You've got to represent the city as well. I mean, we're only one, per, a, a very small percentage, if you think about it, when you're voting uh, for your ward. But at the same time, you've got to make sure your ward gets its fair share and. Ward 8 is very diversified from very old neighborhoods to some of the new stuff. New homes are still going up and duplexes just off of Mill. So I've had fun with that, and I, I spend a lot of time listening to what our needs and wants and wishes are. A couple of quick uh, rapid-fire questions here, yes or no. Uh, we're talking with Dean Graven, candidate for Ward 8 in Springfield. Residency. Should we have um, it? I think it has its place. Um I, I, I get a little concerned. Is that with, place in the city code? limits your pool. <laughs> well, it limits your pool of resources. So the residency requirement is a great thing, but it, it doesn't always help when you're trying to recruit uh, a, a good diversity. And that's probably my only concern in that. But 
I, I've seen both sides of it, and I see the pluses and minuses. So I, I'm not saying no to it, but I would definitely want to encourage how we can make it work. The unions and the contracts have me a little scared that it's going to be an uphill battle for years to come. So we need to sit down as a community and say, what do we really want? And I'm getting comments from the constituents, and that's why I'm saying it's diverse. Some say it doesn't really matter to them, and others, you know, they stand hard on it. So, you know, that's why I'm trying to to go through all these discussions you have when you talk to hundreds of people over the weekend and then say, okay, how do we stand as a community versus just one person's opinion? Couple of, a couple of more rapid fire here, and again, yes or no. Hunter Lake. No. And uh, should the city block legal cannabis use if that's part of the law that the state house passes? Say that again. You broke up. Should the state, or should, if the state legalizes recreational cannabis use, should the city uh-huh. block it if that's allowed? Uh, I think any municipality should have the right to control its own destiny. So um, I think you had that. Just think about it. There's still dry cities and dry counties in the state with alcohol. So yeah, why really non-fun ones. <laughs> Well, you know, to each their own, Ray. I, mean, right. I, I went to <laughs> Illinois State a... when it was legal. It was legal on one side of the line. And yeah. You're right. On the other side, it was, was you're dry right. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Dean Graven, uh, Ward 8 candidate. Thanks, Dean. Hey, man, it's good to talk to you. Uh, hey, thank you. You guys take care. Uh, yeah. he's, and he said you're seeing your walking this weekend. So if you live in Warden. Oh, yeah, I'll be out all. Yep. Yeah, 11 days, Ray. I got 11 Gosh, days. 11 yeah. days left. Wow. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Dean Graven joining us thank on the Real Little Morning Show. The most local news updates every day. We-